Hey everybody, it's Shane with my co-host Seth over here. Seth, say hi. Hey. (laughs) Alright, we're back everybody to give you a rundown of the past week we had. I forget what all we got into last week. So, with the COVID going on, there's not a whole lot else really that we can talk about though. Uh, Seth notified me a little bit earlier that the NBA is going to be starting back up. Did you get a date on that? The end of July. So we got basketball back the end of July. That'll be good. That'll give us more to talk about. Of course, uh, UFC comes on tomorrow night. Some good fights there. I think, uh, what, prelims at 5. Main event, 8 o'clock. They don't pay us for it or nothing to uh, give them a commercial, but the UFC is good. If you don't watch it, you should. Maybe if enough people do watch it and you throw our names out there, they might give us a, you know, $50 ad spot for putting them on. Uh-huh. Not really, but for real, you should watch it. If you if you like the free stuff on ESPN, buy the pay-per-views. Maybe uh, if we get enough people buying the pay-per-views, they'll actually start paying the fighters a little bit more what they deserve. I did see the other day, and uh, I didn't... I didn't tag this for Seth to look at in the week, so I'm sure he's going to not know what I'm talking about. But I did see there a day where uh, Dana said that uh, fighting uh, in the UFC wasn't a career. Like, you're not supposed to make a career out of it. No, I didn't see that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Game Bread, come back on Instagram. What's his name? Masvidal. Masvidal, yeah. Jorge Masvidal, come back. Uh, you know, saying, Hey, I've been, dude, I've been doing this for 18 years or something. Don't, don't tell me it's not a career, you know? So I, I dig it. I, I think if, if these guys are giving up their body, uh, and who knows what else, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, they could have CTE by the time they're 40 and I, I know they're doing it by their own free will to make money, but they, you know, you got to think about how many fights does a human body have in it. And if you're not getting paid enough to make sure you can live fairly well off for, for doing that and giving up all that you do, uh, I don't, I don't know if, 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 if they should keep fighting, you know, uh, I know I wouldn't, I'm not a big John Jones fan, but I think he's on the right side here and dude needs to get paid. This might have come up last week, so we won't get too deep into it. <clears throat> you you got it? You got a quote there? What's the topic? I got what he said. Uh, he just said, we get into this money and stuff that's going on right now. Everybody acts like this is a career. This isn't a career. This is not a career. This is an opportunity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So... Obviously, obviously to be the, to be in the UFC, fighting has to be your career. Like you cannot have anything else going on. I mean, I the, these guys are training, you know, six and seven days a week in the gym all the time to get just a little bit better. I mean, we're talking just fractions of a second can mean the difference between winning or you know, waking up on your back with your, you know, your teeth coming out one side of your jaw. I, I think it's, I think it's definitely a career. I don't think you can have a full-time 40-hour-a-week job and then go on the weekends and train at your local gym and then be like, yeah, Dana, I'm ready to step in. Give me my opportunity. I don't think that's realistic. I, I do think that uh, Jorge Mazdaval, he said something, I mean, he didn't, name a price but he did say uh wanting a bigger piece of the pay-per-view so i don't don't know what the percentages are on their pay-per-view but you know maybe if you're on that card you split it up they split up percentages if you're the main event maybe you get a you know a larger percentage and then if there's five if there's five fights on that card split up the other four accordingly if it's for a championship, you know, a little bit more percentage. And right now, I think it's just a signed agreement. I think some of the bigger people, McGregor, 
I'm sure he gets a piece of pay-per-view. I think John Jones may get a piece of pay-per-view. But the other guys, I'm not sure on. And honestly, you know, Dana acts like he pays them according to their status, according to their celebrity, you know, how much they're actually going to get people to watch from it. That's why Connor gets paid so much. So, uh, somebody like John Jones, I mean, he may not bring a lot of people to the pay-per-view, but if you do it by percentage, you know, do you really lose that much? Especially, you're already selling the pay-per-view or you're selling the TV rights already. And, um, ESPN's paying millions of dollars per live event. So, I don't know. They the UFC hasn't shown their books. I think you know. Hey, if he, if 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 they were straight up about it, UFC was, and they they laid out their books, and they was like, you know, this is what we're making after everything's said and done. After we pay Bruce Buffer and we pay all the fighters, and we're getting this covered, this healthcare covered for our fighters, and this to lease out, to rent out the venue, then we'd have a better idea. But without those numbers, everybody can pretty much give their own opinions. But the, the, the box numbers is what makes it just seem so crazy. If boxing didn't have the large numbers like they have, then I may feel differently. For guys making, you know, millions doing the boxing, and I've never heard some of their names and they're making millions. It's just hard for me to believe that somebody's going to walk in the UFC, you know, in the octagon and come out with twenty thousand dollars for a for a fight so yeah okay <clears throat> past that now i think like i said i think we talked about some on that last week maybe so of course this week uh the big story is uh nascar and bubba wallace i don't know how many of you guys watch nascar i'm i'm a nascar fan you know i, I don't i'm i don't my house isn't decked out with my favorite driver's flag and everything like that. I don't have a NASCAR tattoo or anything, but but I, I do watch the weekly races. I keep up with you know, who's doing good at the time, who's not, team changes, you know, uh, stuff like that. Basically, NASCAR has been back for two months now. Uh, fans have been in the stands for... I think two weeks now and uh anyways so if you're if you're not a big fan of nascar or don't watch nascar here's what's been going down here lately is uh bubba wallace which is uh the only black driver in nascar in any of their top three divisions at the moment i'm fairly certain uh he basically called out nascar a week and a half ago now as for letting the fans bring in uh, Confederate flags and Confederate memorabilia, I guess, if, if that's what you want to call it. But basically, when you walk into a NASCAR track, it's certain tracks, Darlington, Talladega, uh, and others, there's there's Confederate flags flying in the infield, uh, in the campgrounds, you know, everywhere. So, uh, as a black man, he was appalled by that that you know and and which he should be you know uh the confederate flag whether whether you're from the south or not and whether you think it means something different or not uh one thing it does represent uh is the confederate the confederacy as a whole and the beliefs they had does not line up with the beliefs of america today uh, so I, I don't I don't think it has no place anywhere today. Now that being said, if those are your beliefs, you know, uh, you can fly that flag at your own house. But uh, if NASCAR does not want you flying it at the venue that they're at, well, that's their call. They're paying for the venue. Uh, they own half the venues, so I don't you know. It, to me, it's no different than them telling you. You can't bring your own beer in, you know, or coolers that are over 14 inches wide, you can't bring in. Or, you know, no weapons or sharp objects you can't bring in. That's just, that's that's their call on that. So, anyway, so Daryl Bubba Wallace calls them out on it. 
NASCAR comes out and does away with the flag like they should, uh, really like they should have years ago, decades ago, uh, and they do the right thing, uh, I feel. In my opinion, they're 100% correct. So you go to the next week, uh, after all this happens, we go to Talladega Super Speedway, which is in Alabama. I'm not going to say it's the most racist state, but it certainly is a racist state. Again, my opinion. I guess if you can find some numbers to prove me wrong, you can try. So they're getting ready for the race Sunday, and uh, it's it's going to rain them out. It's raining. But outside of the track, uh, there's people running up and down the main road outside of the track with, you know, uh, Confederate flags stacked three high on a flagpole and got four flagpoles in the back of the truck and they're just waving them you know they're just waving going down the road and there's just truck after truck after truck with their flags like i said not a problem if that's your opinion if them are the beliefs you have stick with them uh as long as it's on your your own turf uh so all that's going on uh there's a plane in the air that has a huge banner behind it it's a confederate flag it says defund nascar on it which i don't i don't know I, they can try i guess defunding nascar uh, so all this is happening uh and one of bubba wallace crewmen walks back to the garage stall now when he gets back there he notices that the garage pull rope to pull the door shut the garage door shut has a knot at the bottom of it not only is it a knot but it's it's a noose it's tied like a noose uh you can you can google this image it'll bring it up nascar's released one photo it's clearly it's clearly a noose yeah i mean you could use this as a uh it could be in a western you know they could use it as a prop in a western nobody would know the difference you couldn't just quickly tie a knot in the rope and it looked like that no somebody knew what they were doing yeah yeah they were very skilled so uh anyways the crewman sees this this is coming a week after bubba wallace calls out the confederate flag so i he's thinking clearly like what i would think you know is this a malicious act is this done as a symbol to my driver uh thinking that he would see this so he walks the other 39 stalls for the cup series uh there's not one rope with a knot in it not one so going off that he notifies nascar which uh they come and take a look at it uh bubba wallace does not see the rope uh drivers are not allowed in the garage area at this time due to covid they come straight from their motor coach to the racetrack uh that's how it's been for two months from the motor coach to the racetrack so he doesn't see anything so uh steve phelps uh he's notified of it by nascar he sees it he goes to bubba's motor coach and lets bubba know you know what's been found what's going to happen that they've contacted law enforcement and fbi okay uh nascar then lets out the information to the media and i don't know how nascar said it i don't know if they said there was a noose found which by the picture you can see you know if they said there was a noose found i can understand that but uh at first we didn't have the picture you know on monday so uh when they said there was a noose found everybody thought you know it was a huge noose that was strung up probably to the rafters of the garage they didn't say it was in the pull rope anyways we get into monday the race was rained out sunday we get into monday uh there's a big showing by nascar you know all the drivers and crewmen support bubba they push his car up to the end of pit road, ready to take off. It was a good race. It was, I think, the differential between first and seven. second was seven one-thousandths of a second. I mean, it was a very close race. It was good. And uh, so it comes out after that, uh, the reports are, oh, well, it's just a pull rope. And everybody goes ballistic. And the NASCAR fans that say they're not racist blow up these news websites with uh, just all this hatred and uh just just mean and demeaning comments toward bubba wallace toward sorry wallace and uh look dude if you're if you're not if you don't have a if you're not racist then you you shouldn't have any 
I mean, why even say that stuff? You know, you say, oh, he made a mistake. NASCAR made a mistake. But there was name-calling going on. There was demeaning memes going on. And uh, just a lot of uncalled-for BS. So, Bubba takes the heat on it the first day. And uh, I've seen a lot of people putting him down. There were people out there defending him, uh, as was I. And uh, then the next day, this this picture comes out of the of the pull rope here, and you can you can it's it's there's not an argument to be had. I mean, it's in the shape of a noose. And uh, so then we got crickets, you know, from the uh, from the NASCAR fans. Nobody's saying nothing after they said he was making it up. Uh, I seen some people saying that it was Juicy Smollett 2.0. I hope I pronounced that guy's name right. I'm not sure, but pretty much saying it was a hoax, you know, that it was fake, that it was made up, uh, and which I question them, you know, at the time. Like, <clears throat> if you know there's going to be FBI agents involved, and not just a couple, there were 15 FBI agents in the garage. Do you really think they're going to try to pull off a a scheme like that and only have a pull rope like if you're going to pull off a scheme go get the go get the real stuff go go put it out there string it up i mean heck even make a figure and put inside the noose if you're gonna go big or go home i mean i would say making it on the garage pull rope that just seems like a a very you know uh, a weak scheme if you was gonna try to scheme to put some fake news out there to people in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's all pretty... I mean, the people that are talking about Bubba, it's pretty goofy. Yeah. Like, he didn't even... Oh, we talked about it earlier, but he didn't even see it. Like, it was his one of his... Uh, Crewmen. Crew people, yeah. Yeah. He, so, I don't know, yeah. I so know, he there's takes just, all the uh, heat for it. I don't know. I don't know about it. Yeah. It's all pretty goofy to me. Yeah. And... So, anyways, here we are. You know, it's it's Friday now. We've had some time to digest it. Of course, after the picture comes out, and there's no way to dispute whether it was a noose or not. Like I say, it's just crickets. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people owe, owe Bubba an apology. Uh, of course, they won't give him because they, you know, if if you can't, if you don't know you're racist, how are you even going to apologize for something that you don't even know was a racist thing to do, right? So. Sorry if people take offense to that, but that's 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 the truth. So uh, to go along with the Bubba and the the uh, whole noose problems, I don't know if anybody uh, has heard about this, but when all this come out with uh, Bubba and the noose at Talladega, uh, like I say, the racists started popping up everywhere. One of them is the owner and promoter of 311 Speedway. It's in North Carolina. It's a dirt track. It's uh, it's the uh, Daytona of the dirt is the slogan there. Now, this guy, he uh, he tries to sell. He calls it Bubba Rope. He sells it on Facebook Marketplace. Get your Bubba Rope today, $9.99. Right? <laughs> this, is, this is the owner and operator. Yeah. Uh, of a speedway and uh so needless to say i think he got a whole lot of pushback for that as he should have uh but then you go to 311 speedway and i mean this 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 guy i don't know i've never met him maybe he can uh leave us a comment or something on our social media pages or if he wants to try to drive up here, hey, we'll talk to him. Maybe he can give his point of view. But he's got racist tendencies, I would say. I mean, uh, you, you can decide for yourself. 311 Speedway's got a Facebook page. You can visit all this. You can look it up. He's got a Heritage Night where you can uh, bring your Confederate memorabilia and wave it proudly. He's got uh, America We Stand where uh, if you do kneel, you'll be escorted off the premises immediately. Uh, don't get me wrong. Some of this stuff he's posting, he's trying to get people to his racetrack, which I understand any dirt track needs the fans, any fans that they can get. But honestly, with these, with this guy posting this stuff like he is, I'd be ashamed to show up uh, with all the flags waving and 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 the uh, 
Confederate stuff. He even he's got a pole up in the infield and it's got the Confederate flag, you know, right up top there. And I, you know, I I wouldn't give my twenty dollars to this guy to see a race if if it was the last dirt track left in the country. Couldn't do it. Just just my my morals wouldn't let me do it. Couldn't. But uh, yeah, he's had several you know uh, several posts about the Heritage Night. Here's uh, America We Stand. We believe it's our right to protect the sport we love. Purchase your Confederate flags and caps here, along with your Christian flag, too. They've also got American flags, Donald Trump flags, and caps. Uh, And don't forget your Second Amendment right, it says. 311 Speedway. So if anybody's interested, check it out. I think I I blindsided Seth with this. He hasn't looked into this. I don't expect him to have a a very big opinion. Did you find something on the Bubba rope? Uh, no. Just that, uh, a couple quotes he had on Facebook. I really don't even want to say them because they're... How racist are they? They're pretty racist. Come on, let's hear some of them. Well, one of them he says, we've really been bad people. I think we should give them a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, two watermelons, and a plane ride back to Africa. And that then, is racist. I hadn't, I hadn't seen that one. Another one. Last month, it says, uh, had a picture of George Floyd and says, congratulations, George. Two weeks drug, drug free. So, um, I think it's pretty obvious. He's, uh, he's racist. He's racist, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, glad that we cleared that up. All right. So what do you, I mean, this whole, you know, let's talk about this for a minute. This Confederate flag, what, what's your opinion on this? Why is it so ingrained, or why do people act like it's so ingrained? You know, because there's, there's been, throughout the years, I've seen plenty of places that, you know, oh, they don't allow the Confederate flag. And I've seen a lot of pushback every time. Every time there's, same thing with the monuments. Like, these people are going to defend this stuff. It's, I hate to say it, they're going to defend this stuff, you would think, like like it was a, a, a statue of Jesus, or like a relic of Jesus or something. You know what I'm saying? It's their golden calf. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, understand I mean, it. I don't know why I don't anybody either. goes to... I don't know why you're going to... You're, you're defending good. someone who's, who's being glorified through a statue... That was a bad person. Yeah. Right? I mean... Uh, yes. I think it's obvious. And for some reason, they... I mean, I, I don't know. I get... They say it's their heritage and their grandfather, great-grandfather, whoever, fought for the Confederacy or whatever. Right. And they right. stand by their heritage. What, I would question, though, like... You have to know they were on the wrong side. Yes, exactly. Like, if some of my family members did something bad, I would say, hey... I don't agree with that. That was bad. I don't yeah. care if they're my family or not. It's not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get why you can. Well, if you're if you're if your great 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 grandfather is a mass murderer, you're not going to have a child yeah. and name it after right. him, right? Probably I mean, not. We're yeah, we're not going to glorify them kind of actions, and unless you have beliefs and ideas like they did, I don't. I don't understand what the difficulty in saying, hey, they were wrong. If they were here today, you could tell them, you're wrong. I can't be behind you. I can't stand behind this and what you're about. Now, I'm not saying every person on the Confederate Army was a bad person. There might have been young kids just going to war, and that's what they were told to do and asked to do, and that's where they lived at, and they thought the North was coming to get them. I don't know what kind of misinformation was being spread back in that day, because your your news is coming, you know, through horse and buggy or over wire by, by you know Morse, Morse code, code and stuff. So who you know they could have said Lincoln's the boogeyman and he's sending Grant and they're going to put you in chains when they let these black men go. They could have said that. Yeah, right? I'm sure. It could have scared a 16, 17, 18 year old kid into doing some crazy stuff. But a hundred and seventy years later, like we know, I, I'm with we you. We should know, yeah. but apparently all of us don't. I agree. And and that's the, you know, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying they were all bad, but if we back up and we look at it, 
you you just can't stand behind what they stood for and i and i know we're going to have these people well it wasn't all about slavery you know it was about taxes and it was about states rights and it was about this thing here's the main thing if the south wins does slavery still exist not today but if the south wins would slavery have still existed the day after the war was over yes okay that that clears it up that's all you need to know because today we know that that's not a it, that's not a questionable you know thing we have to decide like we know that's wrong right so if the that makes the south bad all the way around you can't justify it if them people were here today and they still chose that side i don't care if they're your family or not i don't care if if them people were here today and that was your father they're still and wrong. they yeah and and they said you got to pick this side or you can go over there what are you going to do and it could be your father and i i'd have to tell you right now you i me personally i'd be i can't do it i cannot i'm not going to do it for you to still wave that flag or carry that flag or you know let that flag fly high i don't understand what you're representing there's no representation there that's that i would stand behind at all i wouldn't so uh that's just my opinion that's why i think that that whole heritage night for 311 speedway and just everything that guy said it was it's just racist same thing with that with that flag and that flag might mean your heritage to you and if you've got them ideas and beliefs that's great but it's it's a racist or a racist heritage i'm just going to tell you honestly yeah. truthfully you like know? you said earlier they can fly it at their house if they want yeah now, look if Nobody you fly cares. it on your house yeah if you got a flagpole you can have 25 flagpoles and fly a confederate flag on every one that's up to you but you can't bicker when somebody else says you can't fly that here we're not going to have that. They want freedom to do what they want, but whenever somebody else takes their freedom to say, we're not going to have that here, Yeah. they don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, That's that. I was talking to someone earlier, and that's why I was... America likes freedom when it's the freedom that they like. Yeah. Right? We like the freedom to do what we want, but when somebody else does something that we don't agree with, whoa, whoa, that's not okay. That's not okay, you know? Yep. Freedom of religion we can have. Whoa now, though. Not if you're Muslim. We don't want Muslims. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what they do, you know? Yeah. Freedom to choose who you want to love. Well, now, not if you're gay, though. Yeah. We don't like gay marriage. Can't do that. You know, it's 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 all these little... It's a lot of hypocrisy is what it is. It's yeah. just a lot of hypocrisy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on here. Let's get off of that topic. Uh, hit us up on social media. We're going to make some social media accounts to go along with these podcasts. We're just going to throw out questions during the week, questions that uh, with the same name of the, as, as the podcast we're doing, where you can uh, go and hit us up with, you know, questions or opinions that you have, or maybe just, just uh, converse, tough conversations that we can have. Something that gets you actually thinking, something that you want to, hear others opinions on to it you know to see where you stand maybe to change your opinion or to see if if your opinion if you if you feel comfortable in it you know there's some things that that i believe that i'm i'm not so sure like i question a lot and i've i look up other stuff and i listen to other people's opinions on it to see where i actually fit into the equation to see what all i believe and what i'm going to stand behind right but there will be social media accounts, and we're going to ask what you know. We'll ask some questions throughout the week, just dealing with the daily topics. And you know, hey, this is going on. What do you think about that? Do you think this is right? Do you think that's wrong? It, basically, it's just a soundboard. You know, we're going to throw a question out there. We want people to to come at us with their opinions, whether it's you know from right, left, center, wherever, you know. Yeah, we don't think we're right about everything. No, definitely but not. You no. can't gauge where you're at if there's no opposition. Yeah, we, me and you are pretty much the same on everything. Yeah, we've got to have conversations. That that the whole reason of for these podcasts is to have conversations about things that we don't agree with people around us on, and listen to their arguments, and then stand them up against our beliefs and see if see if we need to change our beliefs because they're flawed. 
or, you know, see if we can break through to the other person and be like, well, look, this is why this isn't a good argument, you know, just like we did with the Confederate flag, you know, the, the heritage thing, I still don't understand that argument. And if we could get people to comment or come on or something, explain that because I, I, we just don't understand that, which is what these podcasts are for. It's to help explain, uh, or, or what I want them to be for is to help explain the hard conversations you have to have. The conversations that you argue with your family about behind closed doors, but you don't bring it up in other places because you, you don't know about it. You know, you don't know what your opinion is going to be because either you don't know or you're questioning your, you know, your own opinion. Like, is that the right way? You know, or you're, you're basically just, you know, you're looking at yourself and you're questioning whether you're right or not is basically it and so if you get others to look at your opinion and see if they can break it down see if they can give you facts that you don't know to gather everybody's knowledge and information and bring it all together and be like okay here's what we've got to get that full picture from every different side is a big thing you know to 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 having the right view pretty much if, if you go through and you're you're never questioning your own thoughts and opinions uh personally i believe that's just that's you're going to become ignorant you know you're not going to grow your thoughts are not going to be thought out and you have an answer for all of them because you don't question them and that leaves blind spots right and that that's something that i i've personally i like to fix i like to see what i didn't think about see what i can fix and then see if it changes my whole theory or do i just need to you know, work on my theory on this end of it and fix that part, but the main foundation of it was still correct. Right? So, anyways, we're going to move on. Uh, so, today is Friday, Friday the what? Friday the 26th. And uh, earlier today, the uh, House of Representatives, they passed a bill to make the uh, District of Columbia the 51st state. And... Uh, Honestly, not going to lie, I didn't have a bunch of knowledge. I still don't have a bunch of knowledge in this. I just did a half hour's worth of reading, you know. But one of the main things I did see is where uh, the District of Columbia, they're not represented in uh, in the House of Representatives or in Congress. It's not that it seemed that, that crazy to me. I, I honestly just assumed that for their voting rights, they was like part of the state that they were near. They was part of Maryland, or they was part of Virginia. And that's just, you know, the District of Columbia was just the federal buildings and just the, you know, the Smithsonian and the things around there that the federal government owned. But I thought everybody else was a part of a of a larger state, or would at least vote like that. But that, that turns out not to be the case. You know, the case is that and these population statistics may be owed. There may be more than that. But from what I've read, there's 600,000 people that, were, that are permanent residents in Washington, D.C. Uh, they do not have any representatives in Congress. Uh, I believe there is one person in the House of Representatives that represents Washington, D.C., but that person cannot vote on laws of the land. They're just there to vote on procedural issues so your guess is as good as mine you know on what procedural issues is and uh why they should have a representative for that but not for the laws that affect them uh so that that there is uh i mean guys that's that's why you know that's that's what what we learn in you know in our fifth grade history class that's one of the main things that got uh, America up and going and towards their way to uh, freedom from England, you know, is the whole taxation without representation. We all know that. Y'all learned that. It's a whole chapter, and I feel like a whole week of learning you did when you was in fifth grade. So, uh, you know, the same thing happened to us. We revolted. Boom. United States of America comes later. What does it say for us whenever... You know, we're almost 250 years later and we're doing that to our own citizens. You know, they're still being taxed, right? Uh, the the federal law still applies to them. 
They're still living in this land, but they don't get to vote. They don't have no representative to vote for them in Congress. Now, uh, this passed in the House today, like I said earlier. Uh, it passed basically almost across party lines, uh, like it was split almost right down the middle, I want to say. So, you know, it was uh, 232 yes to 180 nays. I don't know what the full split is on the House right now. I do know that the Democrats are up about that number. I think they may have, it might be right on the party line. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. They, I know they have about 225, 230 representatives. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a big one. So, uh, I'm on this this Countable app right now. And it'll it this app, Countable, it shows you the laws coming up and the laws being thought about in Congress. I say laws, the bills. shows you the bills coming up and the bills uh, voted on by Congress. And it asks for your opinion. And it's just trying to get, you know, the public opinion on these bills. And, and you can read all the way through them, or you can you can just read a, uh, a short couple paragraphs, you know, where, you know, if, if there's a 200-page bill, you don't have to read it all. Now, will that paragraph get it right or not? I'm trying to shorten it down for you to decide? I don't know, you know. Uh, but with as much news and information that's out there if you're if you're like me and that you're trying to take in i don't know if i have you know uh several hours to take to reading 100 pages worth of worth of a bill i really don't even know if i could understand it you know in the bill form sometimes but uh so this countable app it has uh you know who voted yay who voted nay how many yays how many nays and uh but I, I want to read some of this because they've got a, uh, the app itself has uh, pretty much why vote yay, why vote nay. And I don't know where these opinions are coming from. I don't know if this is written by somebody who works for this app, somebody who gets paid by this app. Uh, if this is a thought from one representative that voted yay and one that voted nay, I'm not sure. But I'll tell you what the app says. So on why vote yeah, it says uh, District of Columbia residents deserve the same voting rights and representation in Congress as any other American living in one of the 50 states, regardless of what the Constitution says. Now, right there, it says regardless of what the Constitution says, right? So the Constitution, it made uh, Washington a district because it didn't want the the uh, capital of the U.S. to be in any state and therefore that state get treated unfairly because of it. You know, they didn't, they didn't want uh, people treating that, that state any differently than the other states. So they made it a district, which, you know, when they wrote the Constitution out and they wrote that into it, you know, I wonder... First of all, how big was the district that they were making? Has it enlarged since? Did the district just include the buildings that they were passing legislation in? You know, did it mean the, however big the farmland was that whoever owned the buildings that were on? You know, was it a 100-acre farm? They said, this is our district. Or did they mark it out from the get-go? Was there people already living there then? You know, or was it just a place where the representatives come and they live for the most part? Right. So that to me, I, you, when you hear constitution, you know, a lot of people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, you know, that's our constitution. You know, we need to work around it. That's what our forefathers said. You know, they, they were right. We need to try to conform to what the constitution says, which I, I don't think so. You know, you, you got to look at it in the context of today you gotta see where they were then to see where we are now did they did they know that almost a million people were going to be living in the district of columbia when they wrote that into the constitution if not then i would think that you know you need to you need to look at it and say you know 
this, this probably wasn't what they meant. Or if you think it was, say yeah and, and, and give a reason for that. But, uh, yeah, so that that's the first line of it. So it goes on to say, Denying D.C. residents the right to have senators and representatives in Congress is a violation of their democratic rights. As long as D.C. residents pay federal taxes and are subject to federal laws, they should get to enjoy the full benefits of statehood and representation in Congress. Now, I will admit I agree with that. I agree with everything that's said there. I think that most of our listeners, if we have any, when they heard me say that, I think that you could be like, yes, I, I completely agree. Every U.S. citizen, every American, you know, should have re- full representation in Congress. I don't think we're going to get much pushback from that. Okay. So this is why I vote nay on the app. This is what it says, right? Uh, they're being very logical here. I'm going to say sarcastically before I start before I started off. So why vote nay? It says the US Constitution explicitly made DC a district, not a state. Here's the here's the very logical statement it's going to make next. Remember there's 600,000 permanent residents in DC. Here we go. If DC residents want full representation in Congress, they can move to nearby Maryland or Virginia and get it. Period. Very logical statement. So, you know, what do you think? Up in 600,000? Make them move? Yeah, I, that sounds crazy. Well, it's right I here. I, I don't mean. know the specifics. I don't know why they didn't make it a state or why they didn't want it to be a state. So I'll have to read more about it. But it sounds crazy. Yeah. My, uh, it, hold on. It goes on in the in the why vote nay. It, does, it goes on to say, alternatively, Congress should pass legislation treating D.C. residents as Maryland residents for the purposes of congressional representation or just give parts of D.C. that aren't federal buildings back to Maryland. Granting D.C. statehood is a ploy by Democrats because they expect they would win the two Senate seats and the House seat. So basically, they're saying nay. I just, I feel like this Cannibal app is kind of they're they're political this is an app that shows you the bills and these two vote yay or vote nay is a very political leaning statements right i mean just what they just said first of all 600,000 people have their own ideas their own opinions you know their own political thinkings uh i don't think if you grant dc a statehood would it be democratic seats uh, the way they voted recently yeah it probably would be, but if you split them up in Maryland and Virginia, it's going to be the same amount of Democratic votes if yeah. you're going to if you're going to look at it that way. Now, what you're saying by saying that that we should split them up and put you're saying, well, yeah, it's the same votes, but if we split them up between Virginia and Maryland, you know, we, we're not giving them we're not giving them the uh, extra con, the uh, extra congressional seats right instead of giving up two seats in the congress they'd rather just split it up they're going to give land back to either state whatever part of dc you live in so you can vote there which virginia is kind of it's a wishy-washy you know you may get a democrat one extra democrat uh, if they go that direction i don't know how often virginia votes democratic or republican uh maryland i'm the same way i don't know how often they do that either but, uh, yeah. And then for the people who are saying, well, it shouldn't be a state because it's so small. District of Columbia. 600,000 people. Doesn't sound like a lot, does it? Sounds like a lot to me. Well, 600,000 people. I mean, you think, you know, 600,000 people. There's 330 million in the U.S. 600,000, uh, you know. Yeah, well. Look up state populations. It's bigger than two states. It's bigger than bigger two bigger states. Bigger than Vermont and Wyoming. Bigger than Vermont and Wyoming. Okay, so it it has enough size and population that we're definitely in the statehood range is what I'm hearing. Even if it's only the 48th largest or the 48th most populous, I should say, uh, it could be a state It'd in be that 49th regard. 49th if there's 51 states. Oh, that, well, that's true. Thank you. Sorry. What do you think about the flag then? 
How are they going to do that? I don't know. It'd be a little different. I will make a wager with you right now. There's going to be someone in Congress that brings up the flag. And what are we going to do if we have to put 51 on it? Oh, yeah. Will you take that wager? I I would almost bet it will be Trump that says something (laughs) about it. Okay. So we're... We're gonna we're gonna call that now. We're gonna be Nostradamus here, and I'm gonna say that someone will bring that up in Congress, uh, or maybe even the White House. That hey, look, we can't do it. If we do, what are we gonna do at the flag? Where are we gonna put the extra star? Have you seen the flag lately? We ain't got no room for another star. That's gonna be the uh, that's gonna be one of the arguments. Uh, I will I will guarantee it. I'm, I'm putting my guarantee on that. Bam. Also, while we're talking about D.C., uh, if people don't know, uh, I think they should. D.C. is not the only place like that where you do not have representation as an American. Uh, I th- when Puerto Rico was hit by that hurricane, I, I heard a lot of people that that were speaking, uh, you know, because Trump was saying how much we had to pay to help Puerto Rico and how much federal aid we were giving them. And I I seen a lot of comments saying, you know, about, you know, why are we giving all this financial aid to Puerto Rico and they need to fix themselves up and everything. So I don't know if everybody knows, but I, I, I would like you to uh, to know that you know, Puerto Rico, they're, they're born American citizens. It is an American territory. When they are born there, they have citizenship, Right. They act, They pay taxes, you know, just like you do. They pay into Social Security. They pay all that. They do not have any representation in Congress or in the House of Representatives. They have asked to be a state before, and the government has shut them down on it. But uh, we, you know, we we are they, we are collecting taxes from those people. So whenever a hurricane hits them and they need. Uh, emergency relief you know i don't want people to think that you know we're just handing out money that they haven't paid in right so sorry but that when that was all going on i can remember getting very frustrated by that because you know people were acting like 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 they weren't citizens and it, it just really frustrated me all right so i hope we're not boring you too much um so let's see what we had this week. We got uh, we had Bubba Wallace talked about the uh, flag, talked about the racist, talked about DC. Uh, of course, protests are still going on. Uh, people are still, you know, out there trying to trying to change everything. Uh, which 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 we we need change we need reform uh and uh i wanted to bring this up because earlier i read an article on this guy his name is uh scott what's his last name voland voland scott voland that's with a v okay so i read this article scott voland he's a pastor he's in mississippi all right I don't know if it's as racist as Alabama, but I think it is. And is it the most racist state? Not sure. That's your own opinion. So uh, I'm not going to argue if you said it was. So uh, anyways, Scott Voland, he's a pastor. He was uh, voted out of his church uh, because he was, he said, black lives matter. Right? He went to protest. He supported protests. He supported the removal of monuments. Okay. So uh, this to me, I was just, you know, uh, he had, you know, he had several years, uh, three and a half years. He had three and a half years at this church. And uh, the, the, I guess the, what do you, I guess, I'm, I'm I'm at a loss for words right now. Basically, the the people of the church, the 
the members got together and they took a vote and they voted this guy out because of his activism and because of his uh because of him basically saying black lives matter and i don't know that's to me that's not right i don't know where other people stand i know where we live at there's a lot of all lives matter uh on facebook and all around I, I don't think that people are getting it you know if they're still saying all lives matter you know black lives matter does not mean that they matter more than anybody else's black lives matter mean that that we we they matter just as much you know and that's not shown uh in the in the way they're treated in the way they're treated in our system in the way they're treated in by police you know it, it's not shown and basically it, it's it's not shown by the stuff we talked about today you know you go on a lot of these comments where where it's you know it's about a black person and they're it's very demeaning you know is the word i'm going to use so uh but this guy was uh he was voted out of his church now i will tell you he started another church or he's he's opening another church uh and uh, you can you can give to that church. You can tithe to that church, or to help him get going. And he's it's 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 like a building fund. He calls it something. If you go to his Facebook page, Seth, who's that? Scott Voland. If you go to his Facebook page, the church is called the Bridge. And uh, let Seth get it pulled up here, uh, and I'll tell you a little about. Uh, a little about what he said about getting kicked out of the church there. So uh, after three and a half years leading his church, Scott Voland and his wife were voted out by the church's board on June 18th because of differing views on racial issues. And here's what he goes on to say. He shares on Facebook. Uh, whether it is saying that black lives matter as a human fact or in speaking out to remove racially offensive and insensitive monuments or politicians, I have been informed that my agenda will not work at this church and that I do not speak for this church. Let's see. Nor do they agree with me being involved in any type of marches, peaceful protests, governmental meetings, interviews, etc. concerning race or racism. Let's see. It says, Volan expanded on one of his views as a national debate about monuments and symbols continues. Here's his views on the uh, <clears throat> monuments and the symbols. <clears throat> it amazes me how many of the people that claim that slavery ended 150 years ago and that black folks just need to leave it in the past or get over it will also fight tooth and nail to keep statues or flags from the same period claiming that they are our heritage and that you can't ignore or forget about history, he said. You can't have it both ways. That's called hypocrisy. So he basically pointed out what we were, you know, what we were just talking about. Uh, I mean, that, that hit the nail on the head right there. But, uh, yeah, so this guy, he got fired for them views. So if, if you agree with him, uh, I would ask you. He he's starting this. He's starting a new church. It's called the Bridge. I think it's the Bridge Columbus. I did think that you could give. Uh, and he actually had a Cash App, where he could give through the Cash App. And uh, I forget what he called it. It was like a building fund. I mean, he's trying to get this thing up and going. You know, he was just he's fired a week ago, so he he probably doesn't have the uh, the actual even the church there. That's the church he was at, Seth. So we can't find it at the moment. My Jamie needs to get better so he can find stuff a little quicker. But uh, if you go, you can give money through the Cash App. You can tithe a little bit to help him. You know, and, and you should definitely tithe to your own church. But you should uh, help this man out if you agree with his views. I think that that he's uh, he's doing a good job. I think he's doing a good job for christianity and he's he's showing love to everybody as it should be shown and uh i'm uh, i'm i'm gonna stand behind him on that so 
Yeah, Seth can't find it at the moment, but he does have a cash app available where you can go and you can you can tithe or, or give or whatever you want to call it to help him start that church. It's called The Bridge. His name is Scott Voland. So, uh, yeah, look him up, help him out, do what you can for him. Okay. What the, what's next on our on our agenda today, Seth? So yeah, we about the Scott Voland. I was I was uh, telling Seth to remember the the uh, the parable, but I, I've seen a lot of people, you know, with the Black Lives Matter. I, I I don't think they're they're still not understanding what that means. I think they take offense to that. I I think that uh, you know they think these marches are are uh, you know saying saying something that it's not like the, you know they're not trying to get any more you know and uh you know people that say all lives matter and i've seen it a lot on facebook you know people people have 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 let others know now this isn't for me this is what i've seen i, I wasn't this smart to put the parable you know in this context for people but when jesus leaves the 99 sheep to find the one he still cares about the 99 right but the one is in danger the one is on the side of a cliff the one needs help it's not that he cares any more for that one but that one needs him at that time more than the 99 do and i and that's a great parable for right now for right now what we're going through right we we need to use that and 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 we need to come together as a people and help the other people you know that that uh, that are having a hard time, and are in a hard situation. And I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, that this kind of stuff doesn't happen to white people, but it it just it's it's happening a lot more right now to black people. And it's it's because of a system that we've set up. It's because we've still got racism in this country. You know, it's because we're still having monuments and flags flying that glorify somebody and people that that wasn't right and we we need to say that out loud and we need to we need to to try to help get everybody on a level playing ground on a level field you know and 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 i think that uh that the black lives matter movement and everything is doing that i think that they're they're making progress are making reform and that that's where it's going to start and it might hurt feelings and it might hurt others and it might be a sticky situation and people might not like it and it might take years and years to find the perfect cohesion that we need to get it done but it's it's the right thing to do because the system we have now doesn't work for everyone right and i know that when people are involved it's not going to be a perfect system but to say, oh, well, this is a system we've had for 100 years and, you know, this America, it's the greatest country in the world, so apparently we're doing something right. That's not good enough. You know, we need to do better. We should always be doing better. You know, if, if you are the best and you still don't strive to be better than you were yesterday, sooner or later somebody catches up to you and passes you, right? And so we need to, we need to step it up. And we need to fix our problems and we need to be better than we were yesterday so your thoughts on that yeah I agree okay he agrees everybody alright well that was our uh, that was our weekly update there I uh, hope everybody has a good weekend and uh, hopefully some sort of normalcy comes back in the coming weeks and we get some sports we talked this whole time we never did hit on the corona uh numbers are skyrocketing everywhere i think florida texas and california california had like seven thousand positive tests in a day florida and texas had over five thousand i believe uh some of the doctors used the word apocalyptic you know to describe those three states so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to talk about sports or when we're going to be able to talk about sports on a usual basis, or what. But uh, yeah, the Rona's still out there. Me personally, I believe the Rona's going to be out there for a while, and by a while I mean years. And uh, I don't think that 
that we're going to change that anytime soon. So, you know, I just do your, your, just have common decency, man. Just wear the mask. Uh, no, it doesn't keep you from getting it, but it, it helps stop the spread, you know, and everybody's situation is different. I mean, if, if you're 30 and you're with another guy that's 30, you know, say he's wearing a mask and say you're not and you breathe on him. Well, what if he's got his grandma living with him back at his house or something? He's taking care of her at the time. She dies. And, you know, that that's on you. You may never know it, but it'll be on you. So just uh, have a little common decency. Wear the mask. Wash your hands. You can talk to people from six feet away. You can do that. You know, I'm sure we want to gather in bigger crowds. I know I want to go to the racetrack. But if I can, I can't. You know, I, I know I want to watch sports and I want to see football. And I was supposed to get an NFL ticket to the Green Bay Packers and the Colts game. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So that's just uh, it's stuff that we got to live with. I'd rather everybody be here next year and us go see a game than, uh, than, than somebody fall out because somebody just couldn't wear a mask or something, though. So. And I, I and I think that'll that'll that's going to be a that should be the nationwide. I mean, that's what needs to happen with the, these leaders, or the leaders that we've chosen, need to come together, and we need to have just a unified voice that says that. Hey, look, I and I think governors, I think, I think Trump, I think the governors, not all the governors, but most of them, they're looking at this thing on like a week-to-week basis or a bi-weekly basis you know they're saying well you know we was going to open on july 14th but we're going to push it back to the 28th now like i I think you we need to have honest uh talks and say hey look you know we're nowhere near a vaccine we don't know if this thing is going to leave or what but we do know that if we try to stay six feet away and we wear a mask it cuts down the the uh, spread rate by 75%. If somebody tells you that, and that, you know, that's the message. That's the, that's the facts that we know them as of right now. If nothing huge changes, you, you, you put out that message and stick with it. Say, this is what we're going to do. You know, you can do, you can do this, this, and this. You just got to make sure you social distance, you wear a mask, and you wash your hands. And places that you can't do that at, you know, we'll, we'll try to do something else. That's like the restaurants. I think they're they're doing an all right job at fifty percent capacity. I haven't heard any any large spread where people went to a restaurant. I think for the most part, restaurants are doing what they got to. I think everybody's starting the curbside pickup. I don't know, you know, now like the restaurants. I don't know if they're making any money like that. I don't, you know, if they could say, hey, look, we're hurting. Maybe we could. You know, try to add some more space. Or maybe, you know, you can see if the restaurants are spreading. If they're not, maybe we can up it to a closer proximity and we can still keep people six feet apart. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know the answer, but... I don't... Nobody knows the answer. Nobody really knows. We're all just guessing. Giving it our best guess. So... Yeah, the best we can do: wear a mask. Exactly. Stay away from people. Yeah. It's not. I. It's a little easier for me than most people because I. I'm pretty quiet, and I generally just stay away from people. True. But it's not hard for me, so I don't see why it's so hard for other people. Yeah. Well, I know this this mask thing has just turned into a whole, just political hot spot. You know, like uh. You, depending on which side you believe you know which i think is just crazy right now i don't care if it only killed ten thousand people you know if if it's just common decency just to wear a mask people oh i don't you know i don't know i don't know if it makes if it maybe men feel like they're just they they look weak in it or something but if you don't wear one you look like an idiot to me that's just my personal opinion so you know i if you you i don't know but I know the common decency. I've had people say, oh, well, I'm not going to wear a mask, you know. Uh, well, that's great, you know. 
I told I told somebody I was like, well, you, you can do what you want, but I'm 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 wearing one. I've wear wore one every time I go to the grocery store. I've worn one. And that person said, oh well, you're in a different situation. You got a newborn at the house. Okay. Well, you 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 could have. What if you didn't know me, and you passed me, and you didn't know it? Say you're an asymptomatic person. You don't know you have it, but you're spreading it, and you walk past me, and I get it. Now my newborn has it. So that, that's what I'm saying, guys. It's just a common decency, just just to wear the mask. You know, try to keep your social distancing, wear your mask, because everybody's situation is different out there. So. Right, I'll, I'll I'll quit my rant now. But uh, yeah, so everybody have a good weekend, or when y'all hear this, have a good week if you hear it on a Monday, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll try to bring you some better news next week. All right, see you guys later.